0: Hello? hello, hello. Is this Christian? Hey, what's up, man?
1: Hey, Christian. Welcome to Gaming Community Establishment, which is also known as GCE. Welcome to our podcast, man. So glad yeah. to be here. <laughs> awesome, awesome. Of course, man. We have you anytime. Um so, you know, obviously you're a gamer. You know that's why you're here
0: a little bit (laughs) Um, you know i play a few games
1: (laughs) right (laughs) and i play a lot (laughs) so what we want to know is what brought you to games like period what was like your first memory of any video game that you had and what stuck with you with that memory from then until now and the future man give us a summary about what that is and tell me and the crowd about yourself
0: Wow, that's a lot to unpack but um I'll sure give my best shot you know um, I grew up pretty much with a video game in my controller man you know uh, my parents always had like a Nintendo in the house and as early as I can remember uh, I was setting it up playing it even though like four years old it was crazy I't tell you stories about like how oh, the TV would drop on me <laughs> on oh. me I'd try it to uh, set it up you know
1: <laughs> yeah.
0: But, uh, you know, I played a lot of, like, Mario growing up, and um, that, that evolved into, uh, I, I tried my best playing games on the computer. My, my, my dad had a bunch of games. He played a lot of, like, Baldur's Gate, like those old-school Dungeons Dragons games on the computer. And Age of Empires, oh my gosh, that game was good.
1: That sounds familiar.
0: Oh yeah, man! This game where uh, you start off in like the Dark Age, but then but just like a couple villagers, and you go through like the medieval era, and then as soon as you build your small town, you go conquer other areas. It is great. Mm. And by the way, if you can't hear me, let me know. My phone just the screen went
1: blank. I'm sorry. Oh man, you are perfect. I can hear you, and we can hear you loud and clear. So go ahead. Awesome.
0: So yeah, I'll, I'll just continue. Um, yeah. But yeah, you know. Um, growing up my brothers and sisters they're a lot older than me they um they graduated left home kind of all by myself and still a young age and um I, I filled up the a lot of the time playing video games a lot and, and um by the time I graduated I went to Cal State San Bernardino and was like I hey, TV marketing huh that's not really where exactly. I want to go <laughs> right yeah So, um, the first day out of orientation, they are like, oh, we have a computer science program with game development. And I was like, oh, Mm.
1: really? Interesting, yeah.
0: Right? I didn't know about it. And apparently, it was pretty new, too. So.
1: Hello? Hello? Uh, Hello, can you hear me? Yes, I hear you now. All
0: right, that. cool. Looks like I have to keep my phone on. That's fine. Um, okay. <laughs> but, uh, anyways, so yeah, Cal State San Marino's co- uh, computer science program is where I got started. And um, I started making games with, with a few friends. And um, we we're just starting now learning learn how engines work and like all the sprite making for 2D games. And before I know it, I graduated. And I was like, you know, I I need to know where I need to go. So I applied for uh, just a game tester at Sega, which is out there in Irvine. Oh, I, Sega! I, yeah, the same uh, Sega that made Sonic. Yep, exactly. And <laughs> uh, yeah, you know, uh, it wasn't it wasn't that big, you know. Tester still at the bottom of the totem pole, but uh, they yeah. they they accepted me, which I was really shocked. I was like, oh, dang. So um, I I worked there for eight months and it was Sega and Atlas. They're one company one or one company now, and um, yeah, I, was, I worked on four games while I was over there. Uh, I worked on, let's see, I think the first one was p- called Puyo Puyo Tetris. It was like a crossover between the Tetris game we all know and love and the the Japanese counterpart, which is Puyo Puyo, which is really
1: well known over there. They kind of met for a collab game. <laughs> that's really cool man that sounds so familiar because I actually you know what did you guys um release it before because I think I played that game before me and some friends
0: oh yeah you, it's on Switch, PS4, Xbox I think it hit all the main consoles and PC too I'm not sure yeah. tr- I'm, not, I'm not advertising for them I swear
1: <laughs> <Isn't that correct? laughs> all
0: good <laughs> uh yeah I yeah, worked on that that was a a three-month-long project, and met, it was me and two other guys, and it was localization testing, which is really different from uh, development uh, testing, which is where, which is more focused on, like finding or we found bugs, of course, and that was the main goals to ensure the quality. But development QA is a little, little bit a little bit, uh, what did you say, more hands-on, I'd say. And localization QA is being an editor for English, like the scripts, as well as being that that QA tester for them. So I took that knowledge and that's actually what got me started in my career for quality assurance. Um, I went to another company down there in LA as a QA technician for a place called DTT. And that allowed me to get my current job. And I'm an automation engineer now at a place called Econolite.
1: Oh, okay. Wow, so you're just going and going, huh?
0: <laughs> yeah, and so it's really cool that my my foundation happened to be right where I love,
1: which was video games.
0: Maybe someday I'll return. You never know.
1: Oh, yeah. Wow. But... Cool. You took it to heart for education, not just the fact about you just playing games and stuff like that, you know, which is also great. But you felt so much of a high passion for it to actually go for a career in that
0: yeah it's a big risk too because um the market is very saturated right now and the you you have really got to prove yourself in order to get get your foot in the door you know Uh, i think that's true for a lot of industries but it it doesn't make an exception for the game industry
1: yes the game industries they want the best of the best all the time and but the fact that you already put your foot in there already was you know is just a hand clap right there man that's you I know you know i'm not sure if you really know this, but but man that's an achievement man
0: yeah not very many people get to really know what goes inside like the four walls of a game of a pretty big gaming company and i'm right. really honored that uh that i got to got to be a part of that be a part of four four games i think the other other three I like you see when it comes to my gaming taste. I'm more of a role playing game person. I, I like to play a lot of adventure games, that too, and um, that's where that's why I chose. That's why I made sure to through my cash application into Sega's because I knew they created those type of games that I know I love. Mm, man,
1: so you already have a story. So when did you graduate? CHUSB?
0: I graduated uh, with a bachelor' of arts in, uh, in
1: 2012 okay seven years ago
0: man so oh no 2012 oh man dude i'm so sorry that was when i graduated high school not that long
1: ago i wish
0: it or i I don't wish it was that long ago it was luckily enough i graduated 2016 there you go that's about okay three years (laughs) (laughs) yeah man time is flying
1: by isn't
0: it yeah man for real (laughs) that's
1: crazy man that's really great man so you know what congrats on that man um really though you know that's a Big achievement, you know, you're doing things out here for your career, and that's what you want to, you know, accomplish, which you put your mind to. And yeah. you graduate college, man. So, so once again, man, congrats on that. Um,
0: I appreciate it. And, like, you know, for those of those of you are listening, you know, just um, keep keep strong with your major and uh, just, just keep keep one foot ahead of the other, and uh, and you'll make it, you, man. Just stay motivated and and always. Fine. if your goal is gone you gotta, gotta, try, gotta replace with another goal you know
1: all the time you gotta have the a b and c's you know sometimes does. as well so that's really great man what games right now would you say that you're interested in that you like or have a comment about or haven't played yet you know etc etc oh
0: let's see right now i've I've been looking forward to a lot of the the Final Fantasy games. The, I've been catching up on those. They got a few more, few of them coming out uh, this this month for Switch, uh-huh. uh, which is Final Fantasy X, Final Fantasy XII. I'm 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 big into the the role playing games, as I said, man. Right now, I'm playing The Witcher, The Witcher Three. Oh, good.
1: good choice, good choice.
0: Right, you know, uh, it's funny is. It my dad, he, he, he well, I said that he had his, he had his video games when I was a kid. He, yeah. he, kind of, kind of fell off for, for years. Probably, probably, excuse me, probably hasn't played a video game in like a decade. I bought him the first Switch here on computer, just out of just like a recommendation I just saw online. I, I browse, the game FAQ website sometimes, so uh, they said it was pretty good, and so. I, I gave I bought it off of I, th- I bought it online and I was like here you go dad, uh, <laughs> and really enough he latched onto it and he before I know it next next couple weeks after I came back by my parents' house uh, and he bought the second one. I was like
1: okay,
0: I was like oh, dad you like that game? He's like yeah I do and then. <laughs> the- Came around and I was like, oh, she it looks so good. And he's like, yeah, Christian, it's it's really good. I bought a computer for her. I was like, what? So I'm playing through right now and he's, he's giving me pointers. And I'm like, dang, I feel like a little kid again, you know?
1: <laughs> when your parents play the games with you again after years or even months, man, it's magical. You know, I don't care how old someone is, you know, and in the age gap of the parent and the child, when that parent or parents, you know, even siblings too, but really your parents, it's like a special form of happiness, you know, it's really great, man. So It's really
0: know, blessed to be able, able to share share that uh, hobby with my parents, that's for sure. Uh,
1: yes, that's amazing, because some people don't even care about games, sadly, I don't yeah. know why, but, uh, <laughs> you know, for the parents that do, you know, it might not be, you know, as much as us, but... They still had a little spark of passion for it because they grew up with it too, you know, in the arcade stores, or probably even had their own machine in their own garage, you know, you know, insert the quarter <laughs> and stuff like that. So yeah. Cool, man. So that's really great that um, they showed us that before, and now we have like the next level for it, you know, of gaming. And,
0: and you know what's really cool is like now that now my older siblings are starting to have like their kids, man. I I now get to show them. What's, what's so great about, uh, like, the video games that, that, that are around, you know? I mean, sure, like, Fortnite has taken over the world, but, you know, it still, like, brings a little smile to me when I at least can show my little nephew, like, the Pokemon games that I grew up with playing, you know? Oh, uh, yeah. Yeah, and my niece, uh, she got a Switch, a Nintendo Switch, and she's been playing Breath of the Wild. And uh, if, if you don't know, that's a new Zelda game, and that game like i'm shocked to see she's i think she's like 10 years old so she's probably i'm like dang i wish i kind of had these games growing up but you know what i'm the graphics on it are so good and there's just there's a lot of gameplay like needy gameplay to it and uh when i grew up i think i played the game boy i remember beating a link's awakening like right before I went to, to the bus when I was in like first or second grade.
1: Mm. Why don't so, bus? You was to play the games then too. Yeah, <laughs> there you go. <laughs>
0: Very mobile that,
1: with it. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, man. Which, okay, from from all the systems that you have, you know, and or no, what is your favorite system right now?
0: You know, I've um, always been a big. I've Nin- always been between Sony and Nintendo, you know. Um, I think bo- having them both give- gives you such a like a huge array of different games to choose. Very diverse library to choose from. And while, like, the PlayStation gets, like, all the, the hard... Or all, like, the AAA, like, big-budget games, uh, I can always go back to Nintendo for, like, the portable gameplay. Uh, the portable games. And, like, just the the super smash bros i'm sure uh <laughs> right, that you remember. yeah you know what's funny um back when i was in college i used to run super smash bros tournaments with like a bunch of uh with a bunch of the residents there since i was an ra i was you like know
1: what i heard about that someone that you know told me that you that you used to do that <laughs>
0: they... oh, you know what?
1: i think his name oh yeah jordan you remember jordan of course
0: of course i remember him i was his ra for, yeah. the, for the first year man I, he he and i he and i go go way back when it comes to playing Smash Bros. man he used to beat me in the beginning <laughs> and you know i i started to learn a bit more about the game and you know we got another few another guy uh to join us with it was, it was daily man it was so fun in fact i'll never forget it and then i ran a tournament and I think I had over fifty people sign up. Jordan won it, and I was like, oh, "Nice, man. dude! I, he's he's really good at it." And um, him and the other other guys over there, they they brought me some chair, some memories I'll cherish for for a
1: while, man. Hey, Jordan, if you're hearing this podcast, man, I hope you enjoyed the flashback just now, <laughs>
0: <laughs> and That's still true. know that I could still beat you, Jordan. <laughs> That's, That's a call-out,
1: That's a call-out. <laughs> That's cool, man. Hey, you know, um, so, you know, yeah, so that would... So, what you just said right now, that is what brings, um, you know, this company to existence because when we do our, you know, podcasts and in our future tournaments, which our first one will be this summer, uh, June or July, in San Bernardino, and mm-hmm. then... For sure sometime this fall right at cal state as well uh where you graduated oh cool Um, so yeah so the whole idea you know about this company if you haven't you know guys visited already the instagram page gc underscore establishment um so we host video game tournaments we like to hear people's stories about why they game what makes them their favorite games or all kinds of stuff like that. But it's just not just a one-time thing for us, you know, not to say no names, of course, because I think that would be kind of um, how you say it, not for the law, <laughs> should I say, um, you know, in simpler terms. But we like to focus on the gamers, you know, year round. We don't just say, oh yeah, so-and-so's the champion for this game. You know, we say that once or twice a year and then bye-bye, you know. See you next year. No. (laughs) With this company, we like to have our gamers, champions, or viewers too, as well, of course, um, have that voice and have that, you know, input about what it's like to be a gamer, you know, 24 7, you know, all year round. Um, So, stuff like that. And what we are really trying to do is we're also going to EVO this year. So, keep an eye out for that. You know, on media. Um, but next year we are trying to get some champions. Well, sorry, not next year, but for this year, we're trying to tally some people up to see how many how many games they win or how many tournaments they win, you know, et cetera, et cetera. And then next year we will all go as a champion group, known as the blue card group, meaning if you're a champion for a certain game that is being hosted. You will be represented by gc establishment to go to a tournament at evo and rather evo when we get squared away with that the next step would be e3 which is more further away but what, what, what else not because vegas is more farther i believe than san diego or wherever oh, stuff no. is hosted at for, <laughs> you know for e3 but anyway um Stuff like that, you know, having stuff fun rather than than just, you know, you come into an event and you just playing for fun, you know, and money, but you actually have a bond and stay in contact with people, network with people, you know, stuff like that. So that's what this company is about and it's fun. I'm having a blast doing this actually and thank you again, man. you know, for being on the podcast. You know, and and if you haven't, you know, already hear the, excuse me, the other podcasts that we have done on our page through spotify and through anchor and you'll get to hear some other people's stories as well There's also unique um the last one that we had was last week of course and we interviewed you know a black woman now stuff like that is not really known to gamers you know it's known of course but it's not really shown so that- not really sh- um, shown should i say because you know it's unique and the fact that she wanted to, to you know participate in the podcast and tell her story was very special so one goal i, li-
0: I listened to it the other day it really oh, was
1: awesome great right. yeah, yeah man so one goal you know of the company as well to reiterate is to show stuff like that you know many more examples where I came from and that's the company yeah, but yeah, man. We'll, you know, a couple more questions. You know, I know you're probably busy and all, but
0: oh, uh, uh, nah, you're good. Uh, yeah, sure, shoot. What you got?
1: Okay, so, what are your thoughts on the future of gaming, man? Because, from our understanding, you know, being a video game business, <laughs> mm-hmm. um, I would say in about twenty years, maybe less. You know who knows with the, you know the ps5 ps6 who knows you know how that would go but in about 20 years or so we might get virtual reality gaming I'm not talking about the headset virtual reality I'm actually talking about if a person has their conscience into a system of hardware like they actually in the game like a real-life situation
0: Man, you're talking about some sword art online over here Dot hack. <laughs> yeah, and
1: you also seen um what's that TV show called? I forgot. Um, oh yeah, Black Mirror. Yeah. Maybe something like that. Who knows? The future is unpredictable. It really is. So but gaming itself is is booming. It is going fast. Technology every single year is increasing little by little, man. So. Yeah,
0: so with with you know we got the PS5 and the new consoles that are coming out probably within the next couple of years. Yeah. they that they're predicting. Um I guess my guess is that the last problem, I think the PS4 came out in 2013. That's about a 6 year life cycle. Mm-hmm. Uh so I guess it'll probably go on these new consoles will go on for another 8 at least. Mm-hmm. I think the biggest challenge with VR is getting a lot of those wires wireless right now yeah and, and because that's one one of the biggest turn for a lot of people is that you number one you need dedicated space for it and like you need to open up this little area around here put it on your headset and then then move around and watch the wires,
1: out we used to have yep <laughs>
0: yep with the wires and stuff i think the wii was a the wii was a um was a was a was showed showed that you know i think you remember the warning screen with the guy flailing his arms in every game yeah. and so vr i definitely think is the future but um i don't think anything will replace pc gaming actually um specifically as our consoles are more and more like pcs i think we actually will actually get um interchangeable parts within our consoles that's my prediction yeah. Uh, so you know, I remember. I think on the Nintendo 64 it had the expansion pack, and you could also put in the Rumble Pack. I, I think, remember that. <laughs> you know, I think those are going to make a comeback soon. Oh, and man, yes. Back especially back. with with the with the consoles having interchangeable memory, like you can add add more storage to them. Um, yeah, I, I, there's a lot to look forward to. A lot. And um. What was it? I I also like where the Switch is doing, you know, with portab- with portability, and with the way that um, it it sh- it really shrinks the, the components inside of it, the the hardware. I really hope that that continues, and we get like another re- the the revision maybe a little bit more powerful. That really all depends on I think Nvidia the graphics card. but mm-hmm. so, like I said earlier, it's a lot to look forward to, and um, I don't think. VR, the consciousness may happen in 20 years, maybe 40, 30. Yeah,
1: yeah, fair enough to say.
0: I look forward to when it does, though. Maybe, yeah, that's except, that's except that's unless fine. it starts going like Sword Art Online where they trap your conscience in there. Then I'm might... oh
1: man, yeah, <laughs> oh my gosh, Black Mirror, that show, it opened it up for me. I was like, wait a minute, what if this and what if that happens? Oh man, so that's like yeah. some, it's a precaution because that's actually a soul, you know, or a person's life. So then that's liability that's you know what for this country that can be also stated as murder if you think about it
0: yeah you
1: know so that's why you know this last step of gaming might take longer so you know of course you know to the viewers out there who listen to the podcast what what we just said is our opinions and thoughts okay we're not saying oh yeah it's definitely gonna be this definitely gonna be that no not at all because the future is, is unpredictable.
0: I don't want nobody uh, listening to this uh, 20, 30 years from now when it's over and come back to me and be like, you knew it all along.
1: <laughs> <laughs> right. hunt you down and all that stuff. No, like, <laughs> it's your fault. Yeah. You no, know? no. Nah, nah. Our opinion, it's, it, we don't know what's going to happen, man. That's, that's the beauty of it. Yes, it is. I love it. I freaking love this stuff, man. This is yeah. life, you know. When it when we have some downtime just play some games to relieve stress or you know just have fun man. that's what it's about uh, I think not, go ahead I think we're
0: in an interesting like part right now with with old games of service right now um have you heard that term before
1: uh it's not hitting my mind right now but yeah I probably have I've heard a lot so-
0: Games of service. I mean, like it's where a lot of the big AAA video games have uh went to. It's it's where they keep when they finish a the game and ship it out. You can buy it at GameStop or Amazon. You get the game, you put it in. After that huge day one update, that updates, they'll keep working on the game, and then another another three months. You know, oh, we just come out with this brand new patch that added this this map or this gun or this level.
1: Yeah. DOCs. Yep.
0: Yeah, and instead of them being completed with the game, they'll basically keep the interest of the player, or at least attempt to get it. That, that's, that's really, really try to get. That's that's what really determines the successful games. as a service, that they can get that player attention and get you to spend more money on on that new DLC
1: all the time. And that is what I said in my last video, you know, or one of the other podcasts as well about how it was a brilliant idea. You know, even though me as a spender. <laughs> Or, you know the company as a whole period uh, well no well yeah for, for some individuals there we go um, don't agree with buying DLCs or you know extra stuff for their mobile games or you know platform games whatever else some people buy them some people don't but as for a business move that's brilliant because there there's a lot of people who buy stuff for their games extra you know so pros and cons to every single thing of course that we do and interact with but hey it's there
0: yeah you know those there's a really dark market with those mobile games man you know especially with um with you you have a random chance to get your get the the items or characters you want and if you don't get it you can always buy more of that currency to <laughs> to get it, you
1: know? Yeah, and
0: yes. Every time I go on go on the Google Play Store or the App Store, it's
1: like there's just another one that always tries to get your attention. One and... good example is Marvel Future Fight. Oh my gosh. That game is really good. You know, don't get me wrong. There are some <laughs> a couple of things that need to be fixed, of course. Like, for example, make Blade great again, please. <laughs> Blade is the first uh... Marvel movie, but also the Black Marvel movie. That oh, yeah. Marvel is gateway to be the way it is now. So make Blade, Blade two again. <laughs>
0: Blade two is one of the best. Is one of the, is the best in the series. I don't think three quite hit there, but yeah. I think it goes two, one three for me. Yeah,
1: that's fair enough. That's fair enough. All the series, man. The series, you know. The, oh yeah, the movies were great, and the anime, it was pretty good too. Um, the remake i mean the remake <laughs> the remake <laughs> of of blade um played by sticky fingers mm-hmm. um it was okay but you know the only blade i know just like wolverine the only blade i know is Wesley snipes the only wolverine that i know is hugh jackman
0: true that man that's the bad part right? you know i thought the same thing about spider-man though
1: uh of but mcguire <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah. With Andrew Garfield, I like, yeah, Toby I think Tom Holland. he he got it now. Hey man, what do you think of uh, the Marvel vs. Capcom uh, Infinite?
1: I'm glad you asked that because we actually have that game right now in our systems. We we are thinking about having that to play Ooh. as well in Evo this year. Um, once we get the okay, or next year for sure. Um, you know what? A lot of people thought about the graphics was kind of whack. Um, in my opinion. It was okay, you know. It's pretty, pretty good graphics, but um, some players they actually caught the character's face uh, sagging <laughs> in the cutscenes, or, or some kind of blurring the cutscenes. You know, like for example, Dante they didn't look like Dante. Um, in my opinion, I kind of do agree about that one. Uh, yeah. For Chun Li, you know. That's the one I heard. She's a, know, heard. a generic one. Yeah. Yeah. Me too. <laughs> so. I looked, we looked into it ourselves, and chun you know, it's a hit or miss with that one, but Dante, yeah, he looks totally like a different person, but with a different clothes of Dante pretty much, but, you know, in all, though, the gameplay and stuff like that, it was great. Um, story mode could have been a little bit better. Um, Dante would have wrecked Jetta in the first place.
0: <laughs> yeah. Have you, have you played the new Devil May Cry game? Devil May Cry 5?
1: We just beat it uh last week it was oh, man
0: so good i love that game This was actually my first devil may cry game i played
1: oh it's your first one oh yeah man. i'm gonna
0: I can play the others now after after that wild ride man i, I can't wait i i you know it's funny is it it getting used to i i got down nero nero is really fun to play as yeah he's kind of he's the simplest of the three correct and like I can just sit back while he's reading his book, while just the enemy's getting pounded by the Heather <laughs> and the bird, and then Dante is a whole other beast, man. I'm still trying you, to get my wrap yes. around him because you can combo off of like anything, or there's so many different routes you can go to.
1: Yeah, without so, spoiling it, guys, Dante. If you are a real hardcore Devil May Cry fan, you have to play Dante, and you know his moves. But if you don't know his mood, practice him because he has a lot. I mean, a lot. You know, without spoiling it. You know, of course, for the viewers who have played the game, of course. But that game is a definitely it's a definite must-buy, guys.
0: I can see how like just playing Devil May Cry transitions over to like fighting games, man. Yes, you can't be button, you can't be button mashing. No button mashing in Devil May Cry.
1: <laughs> oh yeah, that and Dante too on Ultimate. Well, not Ultimate, last um on uh. Marvel vs. Capcom. Now, you might get lucky sometimes, you know, get here, get here, get there, you know, get away with it. But in Devil May Cry 5, yeah, you can't but match at all. You have to actually know what you're present because there's yeah. a lot of combinations for it. That's all we're going to say for you guys, plus 4 sporting it. But yes. Yeah.
0: For real. Uh, what about, have you Play uh, Dragon Ball F- Fighters at
1: all? You know, I've seen it. Um, but haven't, well, we don't, yes, I have played it. Yes, I have. Actually, mm-hmm. um, before the business started, we actually played um, that game in the student mentor program. Oh, wow. So, shout out to the student mentoring program if you're hearing this podcast. Um, but we did some little tournaments there, you know, there for our job. That was great, you know, being a mentor on campus. So, we did a, a Technicum Seven tournament. Uh, you know who, who the champion of that was. Uh yours truly. <laughs> <was just> saying. <laughs> Who'd you play as? Bruce Lee, aka Martial Law. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Actually, you know what? I'm gonna make a YouTube video about that also because i we are going to also have a computer um uh, for Tekken 7 for our company this year too, as well, in Evo. Um so yes, it's going down this year and next year. just with fighting games but with like setup and all that stuff for our own tournaments as well and stuff like that now we are also having some shirts you know available for people to buy um you know if you're interested about the shirts just go on our page and look up one of the posts that we made but also on youtube um what's the name ss3hulk he has a shirt on from us working out and also just playing games too as well um that's how it looks right now yeah it's pretty cool we have our logo right in the front you know the chest um and then we have our name on the back of the shoulders gc establishment so it's pretty cool blue and white shirt so yeah Yeah. that's the steps right now and we're gonna only get better and better each six months of the year
0: Oh, uh, dude, yeah, looking forward to seeing you guys at EVO. I'll be tuning in, that's for sure.
1: Oh, uh, yeah, most definitely, man, most definitely. Now, you know, of course, we will keep we will keep having some updates about that as well. But the worst-case scenario is we're going to still be in the game in tournaments, you know, to compete. Um, but, yeah, as far as the big news goes about having our own little setup there, that will definitely be announced. So don't worry about that. But as far as, you know, the worst-case scenario, we will be playing in tournaments. I just
0: hope none of y'all are playing melee because uh they had bad news at Evo. (laughs) What's the bad news at Evo? Melee ain't gonna be at Evo, man.
1: Oh, you know what? We actually saw the lineup already for Evo um, this year. You know, I forgot offhand, but for sure Tekken Seven, Mortal Kombat Eleven, which is going to be our tournament um, outside of school. You know, this summer, of course. Like as we mentioned earlier. Mortal Kombat 11, but also there's also this place called I think pixels down Riverside guys. We will try to have a Tekken Tuesday because I believe they have a Wednesday something Wednesday smash or a Gaming tournament on Wednesday (laughs) Every Wednesday, so that's cool for them too as well. So we are going to try to get Interactive with them to get a Tekken Tuesday tournament going for the rest of the year or so on and so on So stuff is going down it's going live. We are good to go. Fun stuff going down, guys. Um, so Christian, do you have anything that you want to say to the viewers about your Instagram page or your Snapchat or YouTube with gamer tag, whatever you do?
0: Uh, yeah, sure. Uh, you guys can uh, follow me on Twitter. My name is Skyrise Nights. So Skyrise Um all lowercase and no commas, no <laughs> no spaces, nothing like that. Uh,
1: in, a shiny yeah. knight in armor, or knight as a nice guy.
0: Thank you. Uh, sh- like a knight in shining armor.
1: Gotcha. Okay, guys. So you heard himself, Sky Knight Rise, correct? Correct. For oh, no, Twitter. Sky
0: Rise Knight. There you go. Sky
1: Rise Knight for his Twitter. Okay, and the next yeah. ones.
0: Uh no, I think that will be good. I think it's all I got for my public ones.
1: Okay. Awesome. They awesome yeah add me on ps4 and xbox (laughs) oh
0: yeah you know if you want to add me on xbox i'm sure or xbox playstation um yeah i think i should have a link on my uh my twitter for that
1: there you go guys his links all right there on his twitter page that's his main page for his social medias go ahead and check it out and don't be shy to press that button to follow and like his stuff
0: thanks gc i really appreciate it
1: of course man now we we are glad to have you on here this is one of the longest talks that we had so far for podcasting, which is great. Okay, longest doesn't mean bad. <laughs> you know, obviously not. But this just shows our passion.
0: It'll get someone to work, that's for sure. <laughs>
1: big time, big time. You know, this just shows our passion for gaming, guys. It's you know what, it's only going to get bigger. So stay tuned with GCE, and we will hear from you guys next time. And also stay tuned for our other podcasts. Listen on to those. And go to our sponsor's YouTube channel, where he combines gaming and fitness at SS3Hulk, all one word. And let us know what you guys think. All right, Christian, it's a pleasure having you, man.
0: Thank you so much, man. I hope to see you soon.
1: All right. Bye-bye.
0: Yeah.